Very Reverend Father, Seth Borders of the Diocese of Lansing, who has come to be a monk, asketh for the habit of our holy order. Over the past several months, we have seen that he truly seeketh God, that he is zealous for the work of God, obedient, and eager to embrace the hard and rugged ways by which the journey to God is made. Go, Father, and bring him here. What seekest thou? The mercy of God, and a place in this school of the Lord's service. May the Lord admit thee into the company of his elect. Amen. Arise in the name of the Lord. My son, if thy mind is to enter the Lord's service, Wait there in his presence, with honesty of purpose and with awe, and prepare thyself to be put to the test. Submissive be thy heart, and ready to bear all. To wise advice lend a ready ear, and never be hasty when ill times befall thee. Wait for God, cling to God, and wait for him. At the end of it, thy life shall blossom anew. Accept all that comes to thee, patient in sorrow, humiliation long enduring. For gold and silver the crucible, it is in the furnish of humiliation men show themselves worthy of his acceptance. Trust in him, and he will lift thee to thy feet again. Go straight on thy way, and fix in him thy hope. Hold fast thy fear of him, and in that fear to old age come thou. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Seth, my dear son, some time ago, in a conversation we had about your vocation, you told me that you were drawn here to Silver Stream Priory by adoration of the Most Holy Sacrament of the Altar. Last Tuesday, as I sang the poignant gospel of the votive mass of our Father St. Benedict, I peered for a moment above the book of the Gospels held open in front of me, and I saw you there, and with you each of the brothers who surround you in choir. And the words of our Lord took on an astonishing immediacy. And everyone that hath left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake, shall receive an hundredfold, and shall possess life everlasting. And many that are first shall be last, and the last shall be first. People, upon hearing of your decision to enter Silverstream Priory, surely wondered, what would have compelled you to leave your home in Michigan, your beloved family, your friends, and your work. 
You did not come to Silverstream Priory because you wanted to live in Ireland. Nor was it the rule of St. Benedict that drew you here. You had not yet discovered the holy rule, and in fact knew little of Benedictine life. It was not the richness of the liturgical life. You might have found that elsewhere. Were you perhaps attracted here by the brethren? We are, I think, it is true, a congenial lot. We are blessed with a warm family spirit and marked by a special grace of fraternal charity. But these things, too, you might have found elsewhere. You did not come to Silverstream seduced by breathtaking landscapes and splendid architecture. You did not come here in search of any material advantage. Here at Silverstream, everything is poor, humble, and either in need of repair or waiting to be built. Yours, dear Seth, is a patently Eucharistic vocation. I see in you a deep and providential affinity to Abbot Celestino Maria Colombo's desire to generate Fili Velostia Alostia, sons of the host for the host. There is in your journey, dear son, a magnetic attraction to the Most Holy Sacrament of the Altar. You came to this monastery because the host had become your lodestone. In praying over what I would say to you today, the words of the prophet Jeremiah rose in my heart. And they shall come and shall give praise in Mount Zion, and they shall flow together to the good things of the Lord. For the wheat and wine and oil, and the increase of cattle and herds, and their soul shall be as a watered garden, and they shall be hungry no more. You, dear Seth, are not unlike the man of the parable, who, having found a treasure hidden in a field, hid it again, and then, for the joy it gave him, went home to sell all that he had and buy that field. Again, you are like the trader, looking for rare pearls, having found one pearl of great cost, he sold all that he had in order to possess it for himself. Your treasure is the most blessed sacrament. The priceless pearl for which you are giving up all else is the host. Your monastic vocation, Seth, is a matter of your heart needing to be where your treasure is. Do you recall what we sang on the day you were welcomed as a postulant? 
Better is one day in thy courts above thousands. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house, O Lord. Remain faithful, dear son, to this initial attraction of yours, to the divine lodestone, that by day and by night, be you waking or sleeping, pulls your heart to itself. The perfect monk is, in some way, the man who lives at every moment in readiness for Holy Communion. This Saint Benedict showed us in the hour of his death, when having received the adorable body and blood of Christ, he stood with uplifted hands before the altar, and so passed into the fullness of the mystery that, hidden beneath the sacramental veils, had so often passed into him. The perfect monk, according to our Father St. Benedict, is the man who, having set his heart where his treasure is, prefers nothing to the love of Christ. This is no abstract love, Seth, nor is it remote, nor invisible, nor intangible. It is, even as Isaiah says concerning the word of the Lord, not above your reach. It is not beyond your compass. It is not a secret laid up in heaven that you must needs find someone to scale heaven and bring it down to you. It is as near as the tabernacle, a few steps away in the oratory. It is lifted up for your eyes to see. It rests fragile and light upon your tongue. It is an indescribable sweetness against the palate of your soul. It is the abiding, real presence of God, hidden, that you might seek and find him, silent, that you might find rest in his company, solitary, that you might console him, and poor, that you might give him something out of the poverty that is yours. In receiving the holy habit, Seth, you are taking your place in a long procession of monks who, undaunted by the hard and rugged paths set before them, said with the psalmist, I will go in to the altar of God, to God who giveth joy to my youth. There was not among them, nor will you find here among us, a single man who did not cross the threshold of the cloister as one unclean coming to the fountain of mercy, as one blind coming to the radiance of eternal light, as one poor and needy coming to the Lord of heaven and earth. If you have come to this monastery, dear Seth, it is because the hidden God the Deus absconditus of the prophet and the latens deitas of the angelic doctor 
has drawn you to himself. Serve him then in your brothers, especially in those brought low by infirmity. Seek him in reading and to study. Find him in prayer. Hasten to him at the sound of the bell. Cling to him in adoration. Sing to him and sing with him until, by your humble efforts and by the grace of the Holy Ghost, he begins to sing in you and through you. Work for him, knowing that no thing is mean or little in his sight, and that all the vessels and goods of his house are as the consecrated vessels of the altar. Finally, dear son, give yourself to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Not only today, not once, but again and again. Our Lady has the gift of putting together all the fragmented bits we give her. She receives what is broken and makes it whole. Under her protection, your new life in the habit of St. Benedict can become what God has already given you to desire, an unbroken act of adoration in the radiance of him whom you have seen, whom you have loved, in whom you have believed, and upon whom you have set your heart. Deliver us from evil, the Lord be with you, and with thy spirit let us pray. Deign, O Lord, to open wide the gates of thy grace to thy servant, who, renouncing the glamour of the world and despising the devil, taketh refuge under the banner of Christ. He cometh unto thee. Deign thou to receive him with a serene countenance. Suffer not the enemy ever to triumph over him. Grant him the help of thy right arm, ever strong to save. Cover his soul with the breastplate of faith, that so favorably protected he may rejoice at having fled the world and run in the way of thy commandments with unspeakable sweetness of love. Through the same, our Lord Jesus Christ, thy Son, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever.
Sed audi propi 